Well, these widows that we hear about in our scripture readings tonight are in a world that's very far removed from our world today. Back in biblical times, if a person, woman, was a widow, um, she was, it was almost a hopeless, hopeless case. She had no way of caring for herself. Today, of course, we have, um, you know, many social nets to help people who are in dire straits. But of course, today, I've really cared for many people who have suddenly found themselves widowed. It's not always an easy situation, of course. It never is. Never, ever, ever is. I mean, um, people suddenly find themselves besieged with huge, huge medical bills, for instance. And oftentimes they um, have to find ways to take care of themselves, their family, their children oftentimes live far away. They're very, very alone. It's not easy. It's not easy whatever era we live in, especially if you've lived with a person for decades and decades, and then maybe that husband maybe paid all the bills and took care of the house, got it ready for winter. You're alone, and your children live far, far away. Not be an easy situation. But you may say, say to yourself, even hear about that, say, well, that's not me today. That's not me today. It's not an easy situation for me to relate to. But the story is, you know, it's about being alone. It's about being alone. A lot of people today find themselves in this situation of being alone. You know, a lot of young people, a lot of young people today even find themselves being alone. There's a lot of young people your age, in fact, who find themselves homeless, if you, can, if you can believe that, but that's true. There are a lot of young people who are homeless, homeless on the streets. The horrible, the horrible um, situation of, of trafficking today in our world is all because of all this, the homelessness of, of youth in the world today. It's horrific, it's horrific, in large part because of, of homelessness of youth. Um, tomorrow evening, we're going to go, be going to the Interfaith Hospitality Network and serving, serving meals to the homeless. The homeless. And if you've ever, ever been there, you say, there but the grace of God would be me. You know, would be me. Would be me. I'm reading a book right now that's very, very interesting. Um, it's called The Boys in the Boat. I don't know if any of you have read that or not, but it's about Olympic rowers. Okay, long time ago, but still relevant because here was a young man, a young man who was abandoned by his parents, if you can believe that. This was back in the 30s, but he was just abandoned by his parents, totally and completely abandoned by his family. They had lost their farm and everything, and the father says, I can't take care of you. Can't take care of you anymore. Just left them all alone. He had to care for himself, just by himself on this farm. And he did it. And he did it. He took care of himself. And he went on. He was a brilliant young man. A brilliant young man. Took care of himself. He was as old as all of you high school kids here. Finished high school. Went on to the University of Washington. Got on to the rowing team. They didn't have scholarships in those days, okay? So he had to put himself through school. Had to put himself through school and work through school. Then, of course, became a part of the great rowing team, you know, that went, won Olympic gold. Absolutely incredible story. But someone of a young man who was homeless, homeless and familyless, you know. So it can happen. It can happen. It does happen. What do you have to do? 
What do you have to do? Of course, you have to be dependent upon God. And that's what we hear. That's what we hear tonight in the scripture stories. That's what we hear tonight. You know, and Elijah, Elijah himself is like a, a homeless person. And God tells him, God tells him, get up and go. Go where? Go to a, this place called Zarephath. That might mean anything to us. But translated, that means to be a, that's a, means a, a place of testing. And if we follow God's call to us in our lives, you can be sure of this. It's, you are going to be you are going to be tested. And Elijah was tested because the land was in, it was in great famine at that time. And there was nothing for him. He was homeless himself. And so he goes to Zarephath. And there he meets, there he meets this woman who has nothing. All she's down to her, the widow, the widow. She's a destitute person. She's down to her very last as well, her last meal. And Isaiah says, please, give me just a cup of water to drink. And then, by the way, by the way, give me a loaf of bread, too. Give me, give me something to eat. How could he be so demanding? How could he be so demanding? And in Middle East, Middle East hospitality says, you know, take care of, take care of the person who comes to you. And she responds, as the Lord lives. As the Lord lives, it means she has faith. She has faith in God. And of course, because she responds so generously, then what happens? Then God provides, you know, and gives to them, gives to them, not only to Elijah, but to the widow and her son. And they have more than enough to take care of themselves during this horrific drought. And the lesson, of course, is that when we give, when we give, God provides. And that's a hard lesson for us to live in life because we so often want to just hoard, hoard what we have. How can I give to you? I don't have anything left for myself. I give it to you. But she gave. And then God gave more than I ever could possibly have imagined. And that's the lesson for all of us tonight. Whatever it is that we have, we give, and God will provide for us over and over again. And this story is linked to that beautiful story that we have in the gospel tonight. The story of the widow, who again, gives. Not so much, but so much she does give. Call it the story of the, of the widow's might. Just puts two small coins into the treasury. And, the, and those who are watching, you know, Jesus is watching and observes these other people putting, you know, lots in. Lots more than she does. It's not so much how much we put in, but... She's willing to give what she has. She, again, she's a widow. She's totally dependent. She's totally dependent upon others. And she's, she's, she's willing to do that. She's willing to do that. Are we willing to be like that? Are we willing to allow ourselves to be dependent upon God and to let God take care of us and provide for us along the way? And whatever we have, Whatever we have, are we willing to, to share with others? To share generously with others? You know, you might say, well, I'm just, I don't have much in this life. But whatever you have, can you share it? Can you share it? And then know that, that God will provide. God will provide. I think that's the lesson of the scripture readings that we have tonight.
instead of trying to just hold on, hold on. So we pray tonight that whatever it is in life that God has given to me, and God has given all of us so much when you think about it, and not worrying about what am I going to get? What am I going to get? What am I going to take? But rather, what is it that I can, can give? So I'd like to close tonight with a little short prayer from St. Ignatius of Loyola. Dear Lord, teach me to be generous. Teach me to serve as you deserve, to give and not count the cost, to fight and not heed the wounds, to toil and not seek for rest, to labor and not ask for any reward, except to knowing that I am willing to do your holy will. Amen.